Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this episode, we're going to talk about talent attraction, onboarding, and a big announcement in the Canadian recruitment tech space. My guest this time is Eve Boudreau, CEO of Alongside, an HR tech company working to improve the ways that candidates and companies discover each other. He's also CEO at the spin-off onboarding tech company, All On Board HR. Eve and his team recently made the exciting move to buy one of Canada's leading job boards, careerbeacon.com. And we're going to talk about that acquisition in today's show. Eve, welcome to the HR Chat Podcast. Thanks, Bill. I'm excited to be here. So beyond my wee introduction there, Eve, why don't you start by telling our listeners a wee bit more about yourself before we get into the companies? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm actually, this is my second company. Uh, I guess like we'll just talk about the grand, um, the grand scheme of things. Um, this is my second startup. Uh, I had a company. I started my first uh, company when I was 19. It was a uh, it was a small marketing agency. So I got to learn the ropes of building companies at a very young age. Um, so I did that for about six years until a uh, few things happened. One being that the building we're in caught on fire, and I didn't have the proper insurance. And then I had to kind of figure out how to how to bounce back from that, which. Uh, which I had some resolve, but maybe not as not as much as I do uh, today. Back in those days, um, but yeah, I, you know, I took a break from that, and then I, I ended up working in economic development for five years, which got me the opportunity to work closely with uh, startups and other, uh, and you know, uh, potential founders and such. And I was able to help them through with my learning experiences. And but one of the challenges that always came about uh, during those days was uh, number the number one and number two challenge that companies were facing was access to talent and access to capital. Um, so since I didn't have any capital uh, to help them, the best thing I could do is try to build a product that would help them find talent, uh, which which we did. We launched uh, Kimple uh, back in 2014. That's Q I M P L E. Uh, that was the original name for Alongside, but we won't get into that today as to why it wasn't a great name, to, <laughs> a great brand to work with. Uh, but we launched uh, Alongside in 2014, um, had some initial success, which led to a partnership with Career Beacon, um, and then uh, and then we are where we are today. Okay, I feel like uh, already in this interview, it could go in a completely different direction. Uh, <laughs> the fire? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, these podcasts are of a limited time. However, yeah. I reckon you and I are going to have to have another conversation about this, whether that's recorded or not, to, to learn more about that. But uh, <laughs> let, let, let's continue through, though. So apparently the CEO of ZipRecruiters said that your ATS is one of the best he's seen. Wow. So in in 90 seconds or less... Eve, maybe you can introduce alongside to our listeners. Yeah, so alongside, we're not we're not widely known, but um, we've always the, the common thing we've always had is uh, it's an applicant tracking system. There's a lot of similarities, I guess, with other applicant tracking systems. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. There's quite a bit of op- options out there in the market. Um, but what was always universally, uh, you know, the the feedback that we got universally was how much they loved using the platform, the user experience how unintimidating it was uh, and just just that it, it really served the needs for small and medium-sized companies. Um, so th- that's, but as far as like, I, I think as far as the, the high level differentiation for us was just on the user experience. And a lot of people underestimate how important that is, but um, I, I feel like we really nailed that um, better than a lot of other products that are on the market today. 
Uh, it's not as robust, but it, it definitely, what it does have, it works really well. Okay, thank you very much. Now then, here's a quote directly from um, Alongside's company description on LinkedIn, okay? It says here, uh, we believe that online hiring needs to be more personal. Makes sense to me. Uh, people all have a story to tell and candidate experience is everything. Our mission is to help bring people together in a meaningful way so that, so that you can do their best work and live an inspired life. I love it. How can online recruiting be impersonal and off-putting to candidates if it's not done in the right way, Zeev? And and also, you know, conversely, what are the what are the chances of success in terms of say attraction and retention rates, for example, uh, when onboarding is done in ways that better connects the candidates with the employer brand? Well, to answer the first question, um, so so I think um, you know we are we are a team that's always built with highly uh, empathetic individuals, and so we always understood you know the human element of of these interactions very well, and and in terms of how we built our product, that that was always at the forefront. So small things like you know providing guidance to a job seeker when they're applying for a position, not just having forms that says attach your resume, hit submit. But giving them, you know, best practice, uh, you know, advice around like how to better position themselves, how to, you know, don't include a three page cover letter if that's not what the employer is asking for. Or like, you know, what's your elevator sales pitch? Uh, and, you know, don't go back 25 years uh, in your work history to show what you've done, you know, your first job out of high school, if, if you know, depending on those. So, so we, we provided a lot of that context throughout the application process. And we did the same thing on the employer side, where when they created their job postings, we also provided them with best practice from, throughout the process. Um, and so that gives an element that both, you know, the employers care about the experience that the job seekers are, are going through. But as well as the job seekers, you know, are investing a little bit more time to apply when the, when they are applying to show the best side of themselves. Um, so that's that's for where we felt, um, you know, a constant feedback that we've always received is that are we, there's not necessarily as many uh, the qu- the quantity of applicants isn't as high as perhaps other products that our companies have been using, but the quality of the applicants and the you know the ratio of quality over over quantity was, was always higher, is what we were told. Um, so that's, that's part of the elements that I believe that are, you know, intrinsic to making us a little bit different than what, what is currently in the market. So as far as like the, the, um, the, you know, the success rate, uh, I'm not sure that it really, really changes it drastically, but it, even if someone does apply for position and they don't, you know, they're not selected as part of their, uh, their application is. You know, they're still left with a good impression of the company. The company's brand still, you know, resonates positively in the community because of the way that they've interacted. They haven't been left in the dark. And then, uh, you know, they may have an ambassador for the future in terms of regardless if they're an employee or not. Before we hit record today, uh, you and I were joking that uh, Moncton seems to be the, the new hotspot for the HR recruitment tech world. Uh, it's the next Silicon Valley, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I guess partly that's because uh, you own a whole bunch of, <laughs> of, of HR recruitment related to, uh, companies yourself. Um, and we're going to now start getting into uh, details of that. Uh, you, you're, you're the CEO of All On Board HR. And I understand that All On Board was originally going to be a feature uh, within alongside. But then you and your team felt that the challenges of onboarding were so huge that 
you decided to create a, an entirely new product, an entirely new company. Um, tell me a bit about All On Board. Yeah, um, All On Board was uh, in twenty uh, in twenty nineteen. When we uh, we had just come out of rebuilding the new crew beacon, and uh, we, you know, we had made some incremental improvements alongside, and then we were starting to plan. Okay, what are the next like group of features that we need to add to alongside to make the pro- the product more robust? And and uh, onboarding was the next the next logical step for us. And uh, and we started doing some research as to what was available in the market, and you know many of the onboarding products that were built into other systems were basically checklists. Um, so there wasn't really real uh, functionality in terms of you know communicating with your team, communicating with the person that's going to be joining your company. Uh, an easy place to create content and, and to manage files and things of that nature. So we. Instead of trying to make that, we, we knew that that would be a different user experience in our alongside product. So instead of, of trying to build that into uh, just a simple checklist feature into alongside, it just became this bigger and bigger thing. And, uh, and, and, and the reality is it's actually more of a process automation product. So it is definitely tailored for onboarding because that's where we you know built all of our thesis around. But... Um, we've actually have companies using it for completely different use cases because they love the fact that they can put all of their repeatable processes within the product and then be able to basically hit play and not worry about certain things that need to happen on a certain day or, you know, human errors kind of kicking in and, and forgetting, you know, or, or miss, you know, not attaching the right files or things of that nature. So I do say things of that nature quite a few times, it seems today. But in any case, um, it's a beautiful product. Um, we were very, very excited to go full tilt with it in uh, 2021 in terms of we had started hinting at it. Uh, but then when uh, when our partner, Karubikin, and I started discussing the opportunity for us to acquire them, that kind of took over the plans. But All On Board will definitely be part of the bigger picture. Um, while there, while it, the optics are that I'm running three separate companies today, um, all of these, all of these companies will become a singular uh, experience moving forward. So, but it, it will take us some time to get to that to that stage. They're all going to merge and take over Canada and then the world. I, I, I get it. I hear what you're saying. Okay. So um, the the third part of, uh, of of this trifecta, if you like, uh, is is the fact that it was announced this week that Alongside has, has bought Career Beacon. Um, wh- wh- why did why did Alongside decide to to buy one of Canada's leading job boards? And maybe as part of your answer, Eve, tell tell me about your long-term relationship with the Career Beacon team. I understand that you've been working with them actually for quite some time and how that ultimately led you to acquire the company in December 2021. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Um, one of the key features we had in in Alongside when we first launched, and, and it's very much a commodity today, but it was the fact that you could actually create your job posting once and then distribute it to a host of other job boards in the market one click one transaction so you didn't have to go and go to all these separate sites to put to get your job out and to do all these separate transactions so we saw it more as a convenience feature but it actually became one of the most popular feature within the long side uh and one of those job boards was career beacon and career beacon when we started doing the integration with them comparatively to other job boards that were in the market we realized that they were a little bit behind the times in terms of technology 
Um, and so we saw an opportunity with some uh, optimization that, you know, this could be a much bigger and better business in terms of uh, what it was at the time. So we actually approached them to acquire them in uh, 2016, uh, late, late 2016. Um, not more informally, we were just putting some feelers out. Um, so there was not, it wasn't re- received in a, it, it wasn't accepted, obviously. And then they kind of turned the tables on us and explored, you know, trying to acquire us. Both sides didn't want to move on on, on <laughs> the concept. And so, uh, so we ended up doing a partnership uh, with them. And that started in 2017. And the idea was that... Um, we would white label our alongside product to their customer base and give them Atlantic Canada as a territory so that Caribbean could have, uh, you know, the, the whole of Atlantic Canada to, to, to focus on while we would focus on growing our business in other markets. Um, so it was a, it was a licensing deal. Uh, it worked out well, but part of what we had to do uh, was to rebuild Caribbean because it had, it was, it was on some fairly, uh, old technology at the time. And so for it to even communicate with our platform uh, was easier to rebuild it than try and band-aid our way through that. Um, but yeah, in the end, uh, you know, we had a partnership that started in 2017. It was launched in 2018. It was really, really well received in the market. 2018, I believe, was their best year historically from a financial perspective. Um, and then I, I think you know, like a, a lot of partnerships, we had different vision of how we want to move the business forward. Um, you know, we wanted to take bigger risk with, with Caribbean and to try to grow it, uh, much more aggressively. And, and they were more conservative in terms of how they see it, saw the, the, the business moving forward. So in 2020, you know, we kept persisting and in 2020, we, we made another offer, uh, late in 2020, uh, it got accepted earlier this year, made the offer without even knowing if I could come up with the funds, to be honest, um, because it's uh, <laughs> it was a little bit of a shot in the dark, but made the offer, put you know some significant numbers on paper, uh, closer to eight digits than to six digits, and uh, and then I pers- I spent most of 2021 knocking on every door that I could to see if anyone can help me finance it. <laughs> so that's 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 how we are where we are today. Yeah, I love the fact that you know you're knocking on doors. I'm assuming you're doing that in a socially uh, distanced manner throughout uh, 2021 sir um and, and you got it. there and, and and here you are and, uh, and you mentioned that the technology uh that for career beacon well, it, it, it was it was fairly old and um you you very recently done an, uh, an interview uh with, on the Re- Re- recruitment flex podcast with the awesome surgeon shelly as well and and on there um i, I got a quote from uh, their show notes it says uh career beacon went 17 years without an upgrade and is now positioned to go coast to coast it, it's got a new owner and purpose um so maybe maybe you can share a bit about what the plans are for both companies can you maybe show the roadmap for for platform developments then to 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 um update some of that technology and and growth in the canadian market over the next couple of years it's been a bit of a whirlwind of a year. So like we've definitely have some high level plans for what, how, where we want to take the business. But I would say the, uh, the, the priority for us is to, you know, rebuild trust in the community. So to, 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 cause not a lot of people know who alongside is uh, to be completely blunt. So, um, so I think it's important for us to introduce ourselves and to understand for people to know that we've been at this, you know, uh, for over eight years as a company and we care about the market. We care about, you know, we want to bring the same, the same, uh, 
mission, vision, and values that we had with alongside to Career Beacon and to enhance the communication between employers and job seekers, but just expand that to a much broader audience. Uh, but our primary focus will be the uh, on job seekers in the initial months is to you know create uh, enhance their tools and and the, the the services that they have access to to enhance their odds of uh, finding success, successful employment. Um, we've have a number of releases that will be going up. We're aiming to try to push for a release before the holidays, but time is time is not on our side. But if not, it'll be very early into the new year. And after that, we'll f- focus on expanding uh, functionality for for the employers as well. Um, but as far as our company works, uh, you know, we'll, we're, we're probably going to have a cadence of about you know a no, one a new update every single month uh, that will be fairly significant in how it impacts the functionality and how it impacts the value that uh, both employers and job seekers are getting out of Career Beacon. The grander plan is to move everything into uh, that single kind of umbrella uh, experience where uh, if you go to Career Beacon, you'll be able to you know, opt into the applicant tracking system, opt into the onboarding services, opt into the other products that we'll build and release over time. Uh, so really what we want to make, uh, what we want to do with Career Beacon, and I think it doesn't really exist entirely in the market, is to have you know, a job board, but it also has very sophisticated tools for, for the employers to be able to work with. Uh, and utilize on on a day-to-day basis. Um, There are some, you know, LinkedIn and other platforms that do have their own set of tools, but they tend to build tools that, you know, cater to the largest possible audience. And so some of those tools tend to be fairly limited in functionality uh, oftentimes. Um, But that's the plan. And we're also probably going to explore additional acquisitions. Uh, I'm going to take a break in 2022 because I've spent most of this year uh, negotiating. So, uh, but we have we have a few other targets on our list, and uh, they'll probably start hearing from us in later the second half of 2022. But we probably won't get it too deep into it until the next year. Okay. Apparently, there are more doors that can still be knocked on, listeners. There you go. There's a lot of doors in Canada. All right. Um, before <laughs> be, before we wrap up for today, Eve, how how can our listeners connect with you? I, I'm just going to help you out here, and I'm going to uh, make sure that there are a bunch of links to all of the different companies in the show sure. notes. So, so maybe you can just share with, with our listeners how they can connect with you. Maybe that's through LinkedIn. Uh, by the way, I sent you a connection request earlier today. Uh, maybe you want to share your email address or perhaps you're super cool and you're on uh, Instagram and TikTok and places like that too. Uh, yeah, I mean, the best the best place to connect with me would be on LinkedIn. I've actually never been as active on LinkedIn as I have in the last year or so. So I've increased my, my, my time there. Um, so that would probably be the best bet. Uh, you can also use my email, which is eve at alongside.com. Um, so Y-V-E-S. <laughs> and uh, I think those are like the two best platforms to reach me. Uh, I'm not super active on, on some of the other social platforms anymore. Uh, so uh, those are the, that's where uh, I'm typically very quick to respond to anything that comes through LinkedIn and even through email as well. So those are probably be the two best, two best options for us. Perfect. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Eve, you absolute superstar, growing mogul. Um, I'm sure the next time you and I do one of these, you'll own 10 companies and you'll probably be on Canada's Dragon's Den or something. Um, but for now, sir, thank you so much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thanks. Yeah, I had a, thank you. I had a great time. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.